familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Returning to work can be a bit of a challenge for breastfeeding and pumping moms. There are so many things to consider, both mentally and physically. So how can employers help ease this process for mothers returning from maternity leave? What are some of the challenges businesses face? And how can employees advocate for themselves? Today, we're talking about how to support breastfeeding and pumping employees. We're the Boob Group. I use a breast pump. I hand express milk for my baby. I exclusively breastfeed. I use a nipple shield. I breastfed after a C-section. I use a milk bank. I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it. I pump at work. I breastfeed with a cover. I breastfeed twins. I give my baby bottles. I made my own supplemental nursing system. I supplement with formula. I talk to my baby while I breastfeed. I'm breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse. When I have extra milk, I share it with other moms. We are equal. We are the Boob Group. Welcome to the Boob Group. We're here to support all moms wanting to provide breast milk to their babies. I'm Sunny. I'm a mom to four kiddos and I breastfed all of my babies for various lengths. I struggled at times, which I'm sure you guys can all relate to. And that's why we created the Boob Group, so you don't feel like you have to go through all of this alone. If you haven't yet, I encourage you to go to our website, newmommymedia.com, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You'll get updates and all of the new episodes we release because we produce other podcasts in addition to the Boob Group everything parenting and pregnancy focused. You can also subscribe to the Boob Group through your favorite podcast app. And when you do so, I would love for you to leave a review. It's so great to hear from you guys. Who knows? We may even read your review on our show. All right, we're going to dive into this topic. But first, a quick break. (coughs) Sound familiar? (coughs) If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. (music) 
Today, we're talking about how to support breastfeeding and pumping employees and also what role employees have in all of this. Our expert is Sasha Mayer. She is the CEO and co-founder of Mamava, which are portable lactation spaces. You guys have probably seen them at airports, conference centers, and other public areas. Sasha, welcome to the Boob Group. Thank you, Sunny. All right. So I think this is a very timely topic, right? Because of something called the Pump Act, which would amend and expand the accommodations for breastfeeding and pumping moms. So Sasha, tell us a little bit more about the Pump Act and your involvement. Yeah, no, we're very excited to hear that this legislation um, actually passed the House in yes. October, okay. and it expands basically the break time for Nursing Mothers Act. So that's been legislation that was part of the Affordable Care Act. Uh, it was passed in 2010, and what this really does is cover all of those breastfeeding parents who maybe weren't covered in the original legislation. So the original legislation had uh, protections for hourly wage employees, which is great and important, but there are many, many people out there, um, people who are teachers or nurses or who work in the agricultural sector who were exempt. And oh. so now the uh, the Pump Act would cover all of those folks, provide them with the same protections, the break time for um, uh, using a breast pump, um, or in some cases, people are able to, to use that time for breastfeeding, as well as extend the time. Um, so the original legislation allowed for um, breastfeeding parent uh, one year after the birth of that child. And um, this new legislation actually covers it for two years. So it extends some of these accommodations. Now, for the people that were already covered previously, does it extend it for those people as well? Like everyone is a group? Yes, it does. Yes, yeah, so exactly. It's sort of um, an evolution of the original legislation. Got it. Okay. So it's kind of sitting there with the Senate. What are, what are the next steps? Do they debate it? Do they discuss it? What happens from here? Yeah, so it should... Um, be coming up for a vote. I, I would hope that it would be a pretty nonpartisan um, approval as it was in the House. Like who doesn't love, you know, um, taking good care of babies and, and mamas um, yeah. in terms of the actual timing on that. Hopefully it would be coming in this legislation legislative cycle, um, but that's never for sure. Sure. And then and if it went when it passes, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my vote on that it will. Um, it'll go to the president to sign. Okay. So realistically, when could moms start to see some benefits from this? I, I know that's a that's kind of a loaded question because there's so many variables, but what yeah. can we hope for, Sasha? Well, I think there's just great cultural momentum. So any sort of grand gesture like this helps right away. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, employers uh, would have 120 days after the passage of the law to actually come into compliance. Does it depend on how big the business is? Like what are the, the stipulations there? Yeah, it is. Um, right now, the law is written. So if you have fewer than 50 employees, an employer can request an exemption um, if they can demonstrate that compliance would impose an undue hardship. And the truth is, this legislation is not that hard to be compliant to. Okay. It's not that you have to build a separate space or it's really that you have to create a space, 
that is comfortable, that has a locked door mm-hmm. for the time that the parent needs it. Um, but the, the burden of proof for, for making it a hardship is really going to have to be on that employer. And we expect that that's going to be, um, you know, more trouble than it's worth. And that in fact, what we have found at Mamava is that most employers actually want to support breastfeeding. They know it's great for the, the health of the parent as well as, um, their, their child. So, um, in general, we think it's, you know, it's all positive and we shouldn't, you know, have any um, issue with this passing. Well, I love that you are involved in this. I love that things are being done to accommodate moms. I think breastfeeding, pumping is is so important. When when I hear about legislation like this, I'm like, oh, thank goodness we're doing this. And then there's a, there's another side of me that's like, why isn't this common nature? Why do we have to have laws that tell us it's okay to feed our babies? I, I kind of struggle with this sometimes. How do you think we're doing as a society and just making breastfeeding, which our bodies were created to do for our children, more commonplace? Like it seems kind of silly to say that, but I feel like, you know, we still kind of have this struggle. How are we doing as a society, do you think? Yeah, I think we're doing better. And, um, you know, a major issue here is that we don't have any standardized paid parental leave. And we know that many, many parents go right back to work after having a baby. And we know how difficult that is to to even try, let alone to sustain, you know, pumping and, and, and breastfeeding under those circumstances. But in the time that um, we've been working on Mamava, the initiation rates of breastfeeding have increased significantly from about 73% of, of parents at least trying mm-hmm. <laughs> to start to breastfeed to, I believe the last numbers I saw were about 83. So that's a meaningful data point. And I think the fact that there's legislation there's conversation right. about breastfeeding. Right. Um, you have celebrities like the Kardashians and Beyonce. I mean, I think that's uh, sort of pop culture actually influences um, the rates of breastfeeding in a really good way as well. Uh, so we are making progress. And I think just even evidence of our little business that there is just more infrastructure out there for breastfeeding in the form of lactation rooms or uh, the pods that we've placed um, around the country. So I do think there's reason for hope. And I do think that, as you said, it's um, frustrating that sometimes it takes a legal mandate to make change, but um, it's, it's important and it actually does influence change for sure. I'm also wondering, and I don't know if you've seen any studies done on this, but since more and more people have been working from home, I wonder how that's playing into moms, you know, because I mean, (laughs) I've always kind of worked from home. I've had some jobs where I had to go to a place, but since having kids, I've always pretty much worked from home. So I could be breastfeeding a baby while doing anything. And I'm just wondering if we're seeing those numbers increase and moms breastfeed and pump for longer because they don't have these restrictions of going into a workplace. Have you seen anything on that? Yeah, I don't know about the, the data on that. Um, I on Longer rates of breastfeeding yeah. um, or more. I actually can't give you any statistics there. I'm sure those will surface soon mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I have anecdotally heard, and we've done a few um, surveys just with our um, audience of, of app users that yeah. they are breastfeeding for longer. Okay. But what's interesting is the pressures on the workforce, as we know, the low unemployment rates, the fact that so many women are leaving the workforce is actually influencing employers to do better in terms of employee benefits and support. So that is a silver lining coming out of this is that they, you know, no longer can sort of dismiss some of the needs of employers, of employees, because they want um, women to to not leave the workforce. It's it's much harder to fill a position. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, than to just do better in terms of um, benefits and and support for new parents. Yeah, totally. Did we see like once the uh, the Affordable Care Act and then this section, the Fair Labor Standards Act, came into effect? Did we see any changes in numbers with moms and breastfeeding, or you know, did we see? Yeah, that was about so 2010. So it's been 11 years since that was passed. So that would be around that time frame of the initiation rate, 73 percent of of um, new parents. In initiating breastfeeding, and now it's 83%. So I think that definitely um, made an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That gives me hope that every time we do something like this, you know, you moms would take advantage of that, of course, and mm-hmm. it can help their family. So uh, that sounds really good. Okay, so Sasha, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about what employers can do to help breastfeeding moms as they return from maternity leave. And then also, moms, what you can do to encourage this whole process. We'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back. We have been discussing breastfeeding and pumping in the workplace and then the various laws and proposals to help moms who are returning from work. Sasha Mayer from Mamava is our expert today, and she's been involved in some new legislation being discussed in the Senate. Hopefully that will pass and help a lot of mamas out there. Uh, Sasha, I wanted to talk more specifically about what smaller businesses can do here. We talked in the first half about this legislation and how uh, smaller businesses could file for some sort of exemption and maybe not have to do some of this, not that they don't want to help moms, right? But we're in kind of this weird position sometimes. I run a small business where you want to help, but there's only so many resources. So I wanted to uh, talk a little bit more. Maybe there are some people listening to this who run small businesses that want to help moms, but may not be able to do, you know, some of the things like a larger business would do. So for some of those smaller businesses out there, what are some ways that they can help, some practical ways they can help breastfeeding and pumping employees? or workers? 
Sure. So I think it's really important to uh, have the conversation um, before a parent goes on parental leave and, ha- and has the baby. Right. And so uh, kind of re- removing that stressor is really important and know- and making sure that the employee, you know, you want that employee to come back yeah. <laughs> uh, after having a baby and um, getting a better understanding of um, what they uh, need and what their intention is in terms of choosing to breastfeed. Um, it is hard, you know, for a smaller, um, company to maybe figure this out. What we have found it, you know, for instance, in our, um, office building where we're located, we have, um, obviously we actually have three or four of our lactation suites in various phases of, of, um, prototype, um, and some complete, and we will actually invite, um, the rest of the building to, to, if there are moms in these smaller office suites to have access. We know, for instance, that some of our, um, pods are in, um, atriums or, um, in a mall, for instance, where you might have a bunch of smaller retailers. So, uh, giving the, um, information to that mom, like, oh, when you take your break for pumping, it's just down, you know, five stores down in the food court or what have you. Things like that um, are important. And, you know, the time flies, you know, that first year or two when you're breastfeeding mom. So even establishing, you know, one of the offices um, as a lactation room is, you know, an easy way to comply uh, with the legislation. And and so it's, it's pretty easy ultimately to do the right thing. And then, you know, I I don't know, some of these businesses may not even be big enough to have an HR. And I think that's kind of where you are going with this Mm -hmm. is having that conversation, whether you have an official HR or whatever, um, to to be able to have that conversation and just be honest about the situation. So no one's surprised, right? Exactly. And I mean, the moms should know, I know that there's a million decisions that you're making and, and questions you might have, but in this one, the law is on your side. So um, not being shy about asserting your expectation. And ultimately, you know, we know that breastfeeding is um, a key, key to, to health outcomes for, for both the, the mom and the infant. And um, I think that should motivate any employer to, you know, want to support it. Yeah, absolutely. And are we seeing any kind of trends happening right now with employers as moms go back to work? Yeah, many more offerings, um, particularly in the corporate sector, for supporting uh, new families. Again, there is so much competition for quality workforce. (laughs) And even in places like, you know, Walmart, uh, distribution centers, for instance, or um, Amazon, you know, facilities where we know they have many, many employees. Um, they need those folks to uh, stay s- stay in employment and are um, creating, you know, more of a benefit package around what it means to be a new parent. Um, there's a lot of, um, we're not in that business ourselves right now, but there are a lot of um, types of programs 
again, helping um, employers plan for employee parental leave, plan for the benefits that they might require on the health side, helping new parents get um, uh, breast pumps, Mm. those sorts of um, things that just make it easier for those new parents to navigate a very kind of complicated phase of life. Absolutely. And and what can some of the moms do, the employees, how do they advocate for themselves? Because it obviously depends on what kind of company you're working for. And I, and I hope that the companies out there are, you know, really considering the needs of their employees above, you know, the bottom line and all that kind of stuff. Cause you know, you need to make your employees happy and feel safe and, and comfortable. Mm-hmm. But what are some ways that, um, that moms can advocate for that without, uh, without coming off as super pushy or needy, you know, you you kind of walk that fine line sometimes, depending on your employer. Yeah, and and not um, and also not wanting to apologize for it. Right. Yeah. Uh, again, it's about the employers being more front footed about it. One of the things that I think is just. Um, universal is when you are starting your adventure as a new breastfeeding parent, then it's, um, feels very lonely and can be kind of isolating. And I know that when I was breastfeeding, I always felt, Oh, during that time, even though I had a supportive employer where I was, um, using my breast pump, I was missing a meeting, right. Or I was, you know, inconveniencing somebody who was waiting for me outside of a client (laughs) session when I was traveling. And I think it's about just building that muscle of saying out loud, this is what you're doing. And I know that can feel sometimes, you know, embarrassing for a new parent, but after a while it helps to break the down the conversation and 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 you'll feel more comfortable and your employer or your colleagues will feel more comfortable yeah. and i think the normalization part is just important um we have seen amazing advocates that are you know fathers or grandfathers or or partners who um have been through this with their um their, their partners or wives and, um, or, or, um, you know, they're with their, um, children and have these new grandchildren who they're excited are, you know, getting breastfed (laughs) because it's, they know it's like the the best thing to do. So, uh, amazingly, sometimes it's actually the least expected who would have the most comfort with the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things we have done at Mamava, and we also talk about it for um, the employers that we've um, worked with, is establish kind of a bosom buddies system. <laughs> so someone else in the um, in the business who has recently been a breastfeeding parent, then you actually couple that with the um, the new parent, and they kind of show them the ropes make sure they have what they need, um, help them as they come back to work. You know, we have, you know, decorated our pods for the many new parents who have been, who have, um, had babies since, uh, mama, we have, we have an average of, we're not a very big company. We have about three or four babies born a year. (laughs) It's like, it's in the water over here. But, um, so that really helps too. Cause, um, you can feel isolated and to have someone who is almost, as, as I said, it's kind of your, bu- bu- your, your bosom buddy, um, your, your wing woman, 
in this journey is like it's such a relief and yeah and it makes a huge difference like we have some colleagues who have babies and they're always like what's the big deal like they didn't you know have that same stress about coming back to work because they you know were in such a supportive environment I love that. And I am seeing more and more of that. I have friends um, that their companies are providing paternity leave, which is like six mm-hmm. weeks. And it's, it's you know, the same thing for moms or dads, you know, because I think we, we lose sight of that sometimes, too, is that, you know, whether it's another mom that's helping you or your partner that's helping you, like we all need that support. I am seeing more of that. And I'm, I'm really happy when I see it. Usually it's like the younger companies that have younger employees that uh, they have a different mindset towards us. And I'm glad to see that it's changing. I do feel like it's changing. That's what I'm saying at least, you know? Yeah, no, I think it, I think it is changing. I mean, just in the time that we've been doing uh, this business, we have seen it changing. It's great. And you know, we see it in the form of in the old days, we literally had to do so much educating, (laughs) you know, and, um, directing towards legislation to make sure people were in compliance and now they come to us and they know what's up and they know that it's a kind of an easy solve that they're creating a more you know positive work environment by having lactation spaces i love that so I want to talk a little bit about Mamava before we say goodbye because I I I love your pods. Whenever I'm traveling and I see one of your pods, I smile. <laughs> so for again the employers out there that might be listening, how how does an employer know um, if, if a pod is a good fit for them? Or what are some of the options that you see, and how can they get involved and help? Yeah, sure. So it's a still pretty hands on process, and we have an extremely um, knowledgeable um, sales force. Actually, we have folks that uh, sell specifically in the channels that they know about. So we have um, a, a account executive who works in healthcare, and she's actually a certified lactation consultant. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> and she has been, you know, placing um, our units in healthcare and hospitals for I don't know how many years now, four years now. Okay. And similarly for government, we have someone who's an expert in that channel, and then for airports and so on. So um, it's it's definitely, uh, you know, our whole vision is that this problem is solved, and it doesn't have to be with our mama va pods right. you know for instance our um free mobile app has not only our public pods but it has about four thousand other lactation spaces that are just rooms that we want moms to find so that's really important to us so in the conversations we have with an employer or a facility we really talk them through it and want to make sure that it's the right fit for them and um, in the beginning, we just sort of had one um, version of the pods. And now we have, you know, a smaller um, pod that is a little bit more um, designed for like the back of the office space kind of fits in in a more neutral environment, all the way up to the pods that you see that are wheelchair accessible that are in airports or, or stadiums. So there are a lot more options than we first started out. And um, our, our team is really good at talking folks through. And they, we, we also do, you know, for instance, audits. You know, we work with some employers who have, um, you know, 20,000 people coming in and out of a big facility. And so we can help them crunch the numbers around birth rates, lack 
um, parents who are breastfeeding and, and sort of guide them like, okay, great. You have one lactation room that can fit two parents. Yeah. In fact, statistically speaking, you need three more <laughs> spaces at this facility to even yeah. be somewhat close to getting all of your employees um, covered. So that's the kind of work that we're doing more and more of, which is which is really fun. So for more information on that, can they see actually, can they go to your website and see the different pods and stuff like that? So more information? Yeah, on yeah. all of that. We also have a really good resource for the Pump Act. You can actually just look up Mama Bob Pump Act and you can find an overview of that um, legislation okay. and um, a bunch of other um, content around state-by-state state, uh, legislation and laws. Awesome. Well, we'll include that as a resource on the episode page. So if you guys want to check that out, make sure you go to our website, newmommymedia.com, and uh, look for this episode, the latest episode, and we'll link straight to that. Sasha, thank you so much. I just, again, I appreciate you. You're an advocate for breastfeeding, pumping moms. I love that. I love everything you do. You guys, be sure to check out Mamava. Check out the Pump Act. Again, we've got those resources for you. And uh, thanks for listening. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That wraps up our show for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Toddlers, and for all of you twin parents, we've got Twin Talks. This is The Boob Group, where moms know breast. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.